Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Hello, welcome everyone to the Fightful Post Show, WWE Royal Rumble 2022. I'm Jeremy Lambert, here with, I believe, Brock Lesnar. Brock is fresh off of his Royal Rumble victory. Brock, thank you. Thanks for being here. How are you feeling? I mean, after an entire night of, uh, you know, throwing Germans, kicking ass, and uh, doing what everybody completely expected me to do, I feel great. Cannot wait to... uh, Main event WrestleMania, in spite of what everybody would have enjoyed. Are you are you drinking a Coors Light tonight? Uh, we're gonna go with uh, a Pittsburgh Brew uh, IC Light. I decided to switch it up, uh, so IC Light is the move. Are Are you gonna get on top of your wife tonight? You know what, Sable is uh, she's a little tired, um, but uh, uh, perhaps uh, tomorrow morning after I uh, after I feed all the uh, the ox on the farm, uh, we'll uh, we'll get to it. Guys, Jared Bailey, do you get the reference? You're very young. Do you did you even understand what I was doing with that reference? The Coors Light reference? Yeah. No. Tell me about oh, it. Oh, oh my God. So UFC 100. What a tremendous way to start this show. UFC <laughs> UFC 100. Uh, Brock Lesnar kicks the shit out of Frank Mir to to win the heavyweight title, right. and he's doing this post fight promo and he's yelling and screaming. He's like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to drink a Coors Light because Bud Light won't pay me nothing. Bud Light was a UFC sponsor. <laughs> like, Bud Light won't pay me nothing. He's like, hell, I might even get on top of my wife tonight. That hysterical. Now, I mean, I'm not a UFC fan, so I did not know that. Um, but, yeah, that's great. Tremendous, tremendous reference. Brock Lesnar, what a guy. I figured WWE fans hate him right now. But overall, what a guy. <sighs> I hate and look, I know everybody's angry. I'm already getting some feedback on, on Twitter from this, by the way. Um, <laughs> I understand that everybody's angry about the booking, rightfully so. I mean, uh, as soon as Brock lost to Bobby, everybody saw where this was going to go. And uh, it ended where we, we all kind of expected. This is uh, money in the bank uh, from a few years ago all over again. Um, it, it's a pain, uh, especially when there was a few guys that I think everybody had you know, kind of penciled in that they really wanted to win, whether that was Biggie, whether it was Kevin Owens, uh, 
nobody, I don't think Drew's expected to even return. So seeing him come back was pretty exciting. So there's a few people that, you know, everybody would have wanted to win and we got the complete opposite of what we wanted as fans. So yeah, it's, it's understandable that people are disappointed. Guys, you can send in your super chats, uh, get your question, comment, statement read on air. You can send in your humper chats at humperchats.com. <laughs> Those will be read as well. We start off with uh, Raul Ortega. 19-year difference between Lesnar's wins. 11 years with edges last year. Uh, Final five had Bad Bunny and Shane. How long can you rely on 2000 guys for WrestleMania? Uh, at least for another four years, I feel like. Maybe, maybe after four years, they will start relying on guys from 2010 to carry yeah. uh, WrestleMania, but for, for another four or five years, they'll keep going with guys in the 2000s. Um, and look, we know that WWE's biggest problem, and it was put on full display tonight, is their reliance on nostalgia and part-timers. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised that Goldberg wasn't in this damn thing, to be honest <laughs> with you. Jesus. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a problem for a while. I saw Chris Muller tweeted out the only way this rumble can be saved is if John Cena shows up in full peacemaker <laughs> gear with like the intro song and wins the entire thing. That made me laugh. But yeah, I mean, you know, you go back to the glory days of like the Attitude Era. Every one of those pay per views is main evented by full timers who are superstars uh, in the industry. Now we don't really have that because you know the budding problem in WWE is they struggle to create new stars that are full time. So. It's uh, it's a problem that's been going on for a little bit. They can't seem to get over it. Uh, Riley Walker says they sent Biggie to SmackDown. Now slim chance he might get Roman at Mania. Biggie gets tossed before Brock comes out. Now Biggie won't even be in the world title match at Mania. Biggie got screwed. I completely missed Biggie's elimination. I I don't know who eliminated him or anything. Who I did was, eliminate Biggie? I was looking down. I was I was taking notes and stuff, and I looked back up, and I saw there was like five people in the ring, and Biggie wasn't one of them. And I asked the girlfriend, I was like, "Did Biggie get eliminated?" And she checked Twitter, and uh, our pal Connor Casey at Comic Books like they just casually tossed Biggie like it was nothing. I didn't see who eliminated him. I'm I don't trying know to think of who's even in the ring when he got eliminated. It was it had to have been like near the end because he came in at what 24. Yeah, yeah, he came in late. Who the hell, if somebody could throw that in the comments, by the way, who eliminated Big E, that would be incredibly helpful because <laughs> I, I don't maybe, know. I assume it was Madcap and, and Happy Corbin. I, a few people I don't think it was. A, a they, few people they might have been eliminated Orton, by then. Orton and Riddle but, did. Orton and Riddle. Oh, Orton and Riddle. Okay, sure. sure. Why not? Malik <laughs> <laughs> um, Liga says, WD so basic. Had a chance to do many things right tonight. They dropped the ball every single time. Shout out to Fightful. Y'all are great. Appreciate you, uh, Malik. Yeah, I mean... Look, your two Rumble winners were, were Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey. I love Brock Lesnar. I think this man is tremendous. I think he will we'll look back on him and find him underrated because he has been so hampered by the booking sure. uh, throughout his career. But when you watch this man perform, whether it's in-ring or in-segment, he's one of the best. He's absolutely one of the best. But, man, you can't keep going back to this guy for every single thing and it's not like you even needed him to to win this rumble to to do that like you set up the story earlier in the night with roman and him you didn't need him to win the rumble to get the shot like he's he's brock like you could have done something else and then ronda rousey we'll talk about her later but there's issues with that as well at the very least they could have you know had somebody else win the rumble and if they still wanted brock roman they could have figured something out at elimination chamber here in the next few months and maybe just had Brock run shop through that. Like don't sacrifice the rumble for a place that you can eventually get by doing something else. It, it, it was brain dead booking. 
I think the the issue is like if you win the rumble, why wouldn't you go after Roman over Lashley? Like Roman sure. is certainly the the target to go after here compared to Lashley. And Lashley, like outside of Big E, doesn't have a real big like built in feud where it's like, oh yeah, yeah, if this guy wins the rumble, he would want to target Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. But that's this is, I'm not trying to justify what they did, but logically, if you're looking at it, that's how you can kind of see why, okay, whoever wins the Rumble kind of has to pick Roman because why would you pick Bobby Lashley over Roman Reigns? You want to be the guy that ends Roman's streak at WrestleMania. Yeah, and look, I mean, from a storytelling perspective, like it makes sense, but the fact that everybody could see it coming from a mile away, we've had this match eight times already or however how many times they've wrestled on pay-per-view. Uh, it's just, it's, it's washed out by now. So, um, now in terms of rumbles, uh, and this isn't even me being like sarcastic or anything. Is this like a top five worst rumble ever to you? It's, it's approaching that I think in terms of like how badly it's been received. The, this was not a good, a good rumble. Like are you talking about the entire event or just the and men's rumble? Itself? Just the men's rumble itself. Okay. So the entire event was, it's kind of, wasn't all that great, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but just the men's rumble, like the problem with, with this one was one, it did feel very predictable after Brock lost the, yeah. the nostalgia pops, like the, the surprise pops. So they had room for five surprises because they had 25 entries. Mm-hmm. They had room for five. So Ridge Holland was technically a surprise. Yes. Believe it or not. Uh, Drew McIntyre, which fine. That was fine yeah. Was, yeah. People thought it was going to be outlawed. Shane McMahon. I Jeez, sure. what the hell was that by the way we thought that shane was out of the company and doing his own thing and he comes in at what 28 yeah bad bunny which was cool like it, it would have been cooler if they didn't like spoil it beforehand yeah. by by posting a picture of him and undertaker yeah. uh and then brock like the my issue really is like you just you're just wasting slots on guys like ridge holland on guys like happy court happy corbin happy corbin but Mad Cap, Mad Cap moss like you just have these guys that you know aren't going to win that nobody could possibly care about it's like this is where you use like the nostalgia pop and at least bring in somebody we haven't seen in a while like i don't need ridge holland out there taking up a spot i don't need happy corbin or madcap sorry i i feel like i'm very being very mean to happy corbin i don't need madcap (laughs) moss out there who can just come out with corbin I don't yeah. need him out there when you can just bring out, you know, a, a nostalgia person who people get excited for. We know these people are going to win. At least give me a nostalgia pop over. Okay, cool. Here's Madcap Moss. Or even like we can even go more with this. Like I don't need Otis in it. I like Chad Gable. Like he deserves better. But right now we know he's not going to win. I didn't need Rick Boogs. Like I didn't need any of that. And look, I was I thought it was going to be much better. I mean, they kick it off with AJ and Shinsuke. I'm thinking, okay, you know, we'll get you know kind of a good match within a match to kick off this thing. They don't really do anything there. Shinsuke goes out before they even reach, I think, like the seventh or eighth entrance, so he wasn't in there very long. And then AJ gets eliminated by oh, who the hell eliminated AJ? I tweeted it out because I was mad. It was uh, Corbin and Moss, wasn't it? Was was it those two that did it? I th- no, I think it was Mad Cat Moss that eliminated AJ. Yeah. So that it's. It makes zero sense of how they booked this entire thing, especially when you have like AJ's turned face. Now everybody loves him. Like he should have been the Iron Man of this thing where he goes to the final four. Um, you know, he didn't necessarily need to win it, but the the way that they, first of all, having him get eliminated by Madcap is stupid. Um, but it's, it's just bad booking all around. Like, there was rumors that you know X Pac could be there. He wasn't there, obviously. Yeah. Maybe maybe Jeff Jarrett can make an entrance. Maybe uh, a Forbidden Door guy could come in, like a Matt Cardona, or I wish to God Cody Rhodes 
like so many things that they could have done that they just didn't do. I never thought that we were going to get like this big forbidden door thing. I think the Mickey James thing really set expectations a little bit yeah. higher. I certainly wasn't thinking Cody Rhodes, although it would have been fantastic. I pitched yeah. Cody being a uh, Vin. Uh, the son Vince McMahon never had because he's thrusted Triple H to the side and here's Cody to take everything over. Uh, like that would have been great. But I think people got high expectations for that because of the Mickey James thing. I, I didn't expect any of that, but like the things they did do was just, just a, just a waste. And the other thing is like, they don't have, they don't have like threads in these rumbles anymore. It's just guys coming in and they're kind of like pairing off with guys that they've been paired off with on television and that's it. Like, say what you will about the Rumble a few years ago where Brock was just, like, running through dudes and tossing 13 guys out. Like, I know people weren't happy with the way he just, like, tossed Kofi and Big E and all these guys. But, like, at least there was a story to that Rumble of, like, oh, man, Brock Lesnar is just running through everybody. And here's McIntyre to finally put the, the nail in that elimination. There's just no stories in these things. Just guys coming out, kind of doing stuff, and then mm -hmm. getting eliminated. Omos comes out. He tosses a few guys. They send Damian Priest as like the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, he's the that US was champion. Horrible. Like he's the U.S. champion. He's got his whole don't don't piss off Damian, don't bring out Damian thing. And mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, dude, just go get tossed. And then everybody tosses Omos. Like AJ, like getting the elimination was kind of cool, but why are you sacrificing Priest in in that spot? It's just they're not coherent at all. And, and these things are tough to do. Like battle Royals are some of my worst uh, matches because it's just guys like standing around trying to eliminate, not do it a whole yeah. lot. But if there's a coherent story to it, it can be good. There's no stories to these things. Just here's a guy, the way Brock just like tossed dudes at the end, like bless. It was great, but it's just like, Oh, let's just toss Orton. There we yep. go. Like this thing with him and McIntyre lasted about 30 seconds. Like there was Shane McMahon, bad bunny as part of your final five. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? And not to mention the fact that like, I'm looking at the comments right now. Finn Balor wasn't even in the thing to begin with, first yeah. of all. Champa, like there was a lot of thoughts that maybe Tommaso Ciampa, LA Knight, guys who were getting these NXT call-ups were going to uh, debut in the Rumble. Maybe Gunther. I know I've got to call him Gunther now, which sucks. Walter <laughs> wasn't in the Rumble. Um, so, I mean, there was a lot of guys that people were really wanting to see. Like Ciampa was one that I thought would be a given. I mean, he's been doing dark matches and whatnot. Uh why Finn Balor wasn't in this makes no sense whatsoever. I don't know. Like he's not injured or anything, is he? Like no, nothing like that has happened. So, uh, yeah, man. It, like even like some fun stuff. Like Corey Graves was recently medically cleared. Like why not? If he wants to get have an in ring comeback, why not give him a little bit of a spot in the Rumble? Like I don't, uh, I don't get it. Oh, resisting death said Cesaro wasn't in the Rumble, Jeremy. There was no Cesaro. <laughs> Why wasn't Tony in the Rumble? There's no Cesaro. He had a Rich Holland. He had the Rich Holland. Return. Oh, my. He returned on SmackDown. Goodness gracious. Rich Holland back. They sacrificed Cesaro and Finn Balor for Rick Boogs and Madcap <laughs> Moss, Jeremy. They didn't put Cesaro in the Rumble. Uh, John Moss oh says, from goodness. now on, nobody... Nobody's going to mention Forbidden Door and Mox and WWE. Predictable, predictable ending on both Rumble matches. Wasted opportunities. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the women's Rumble here in a second. Uh, one thing that also stood out, um, Nerd Guru says, all this Rumble was a waste of time. Your two Rumble winners being already made people is embarrassing, and they're part-timers. So telling. Yeah, I mean, this Can't is what they've been it. doing. This is what and, they've been doing, man. And look, it's... 
it's like disappointing, but not surprised at this point because going into Mania season, like we know how WWE loves like to reach into the mainstream to get that mainstream attention, especially around Mania season. Brock and Ronda are the two most mainstream people that they have on their books, so they're going to do all the help, all all they can to make sure that they're you know put in that limelight, put in the two main events. Um, so it's it's a pain. I'm not defending it, but that's that's what it is. Brian Heath says, I understand it's a business and money is important, but you have to reward fans for tuning in during the pandemic by giving yep. the Rumble wins to people who carried WWE during the pandemic. Viewership is down from the pandemic, and they didn't reward fans at all with a lot of booking decisions in in this uh this royal rumble we'll get yeah. to we'll get to all that stuff uh jj everybody jj says what my favorite big star and Jarrett lesnar a victory lapping for mickey james and a tna chant 5 a.m going to bed all hell love you both thanks jj thanks for staying <laughs> thanks, up and sending super chat buddy great man right there uh jamal says one of the worst rumbles i've seen lazy booking i fear they're gonna ruin bianca belair way too way too predictable <sighs> yeah i got i got a lot of comments on the uh the, the women's royal rumble and i'm sure you do that wasn't good. That wasn't good either. Uh, real last couple of things on the the men's rumble. I felt bad for Kofi Kingston. You could tell they, Clearly they were going for there. there. Yep. Yeah, and, and it sucked. I do like that they didn't try to pretend like oh he saved himself. Yes. It was very clear yeah. on live that he both feet hit, and it sucks. It sounds like according to Alvarez that maybe they had some stuff planned with him and Big E, and they they couldn't get to it. What that was was probably just riddle and orton tossing both of them at the same time but it's it's unfortunate that that the the traditional kofi spot got screwed up because uh, a slippage there Mm -hmm. and it sucks yeah it does um and look a lot of people a lot of people are just angry in general about the new day uh xavier woods also not in is he he's not injured he is okay he's all right all right just wanted to wanted to clarify on these give things him, yeah you can give him a pass on that one hey, okay Xavier Woods is hurt. okay so Xavier Woods is hurt but still uh yeah the Kofi thing was a pain uh it was very clear like you said that his feet touched so I'm glad they didn't try to pull off anything like you know sneaking Austin back in the rumble or you know creating a storyline out of the rocks feet touching something like that so yeah I mean it was pretty clear that you know there was a botch and his feet touched um it's a pain uh and the whole thing with Biggie we already touched on it a little bit but there was a lot of people who wanted Biggie to win this rumble yeah. Uh, his WWE title run was less than it wasn't good. I mean, I think we can just call a spade a spade. It just wasn't, and it's not his fault by any means. It was just badly booked. And, you know, he got screwed out of a title match because Brock was inserted into a match because Roman caught COVID. Um, and you know, that's what cost him his WWE title. So, uh, a lot of people wanted to see Biggie kind of get some redemption the same way they wanted to see Bianca get redemption, which I know you'll, you know, touch on when we get to the, the women's rumble. Uh, Eric Z says first show since survivor series doubt I'll watch mania. I mean, can't blame you. I would, yeah. I was going to say, I, I, mean, I think I can blame you on that. Honestly. Um, Robert Anderson says, why does the largest company in the world not employ enough women to support a Royal Rumble match? They need 15-ish legends and part-timers. I actually don't don't mind that, and I'll talk about I mean, I said it with the, the men's Rumble. Like, I would rather I would rather get those nostalgia pops than here's, here's Madcap. Moss. I would Bitch. rather have, like, you know, 15, like, upper mid-carters to main eventers that all have a solid chance of winning and 14 nostalgia pops than, yeah. you know, 23 you know, mix of, you know, main eventers and, lo- you know, lower carters with, you know, four or five nostalgia pops. It makes it more fun the other way around. 
Uh, Jeremy Bonham says, I don't mind Brock winning, but he won in like three minutes. Let Drew and Brock go another five to ten minutes. Also, zero NXT guys for a second year. Yeah. Jared has had an issue with the, the NXT stuff. If No Chopla, no Dunn. They've been working dark matches, none of those guys. I don't have so much of an issue with it unless you actually have a main roster plan for them, and I'm sure they don't. So if you're just going to like bring up NXT guys to give them two minutes and then toss them, I don't think that helps a lot with NXT, and that's what they've done in years past. Now, because they actually, because Bruce and Vince kind of have their hands on a little bit more, actually want to maybe protect NXT a little bit more when it comes to the main roster stuff. So if you're not going to have these guys in the rumble because they're not coming up to the main roster, I wouldn't have them just to, to have them on the show. Yeah, no, I can definitely agree with that. Like I would rather them not be there. If all they were going to do is walk in and get thrown out, that's fine. Um, but you know, damn, man, like there were so many, I mean, we've already touched on it a little bit. There was a lot of nostalgia guys that people wanted to see. And there was just a bunch of really good talent, like upper mid card main event talent that just wasn't there for like, there was no Finn, there was no Cesaro and a few NXT. I mean, we already touched Pete Dunn, Ciampa, maybe LA Knight. Uh, Cause he had the, uh, the backstage thing with. Yeah. The, uh, and that is, and that is the thing. Like they did tease like an LA Knight thing. Cause he yeah. had the backstage segment with Rude and Ziggler. Yeah. So it would have made sense if he's in the rumble and then maybe you could actually have a main roster plan for him. I, I know that I know that might and be And that seems to be to the plan with every NXT call is just all right, Dolph Ziggler, here you go. Like because <laughs> that's I mean that was that was Shinsuke's they buried Dolph on commentary. They like this man's been in 15 rumbles, so he's got much. 12 eliminations. <laughs> By the way, did you know that he has the second most rumble appearances of all time? That's crazy. They, they said 15. I was like, yeah, what? there's no, like, sure. really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The girlfriend was like, he's been in the company that long. I was like, well, I as the spirit so? w- w- yeah. was spirit squad. Yeah. Um, and then he was Chavo Guerrero's lackey when he was Kerwin white. Oh, true. true. So, I mean, yeah, he's been there for a minute. I don't know how long he's been Dolph Ziggler. I think it's been since like 08, 09. So, I mean, it's possible, but 15 rumble appearances and 12 or 13, eliminations like that's less than one elimination per royal rumble you get eliminated more times than you eliminate people (laughs) that's that's not that great that's That's a you've got 15 of these things that's a uh in terms of you know if i wanted to bring football into this we're talking touchdown to interception ratio here this this isn't good (laughs) it's not good at all it's a sam darnold of the of wwe let's not talk about sam darnold I got Drew Nicholas says, uh, one of the only stories being told in the build up to this was Will Ray or Dominant eliminate each other, and then Dom was out before yeah. Ray They could have at least set that up for Manny. I mean, it's you know rumored that Ray wants the match, uh, or one of the two, Dom or Ray wants the match. I can't remember which one. Maybe both of them do. What the hell? Um, but yeah, that that made no sense. And look, I know that Dominic Mysterio isn't the greatest wrestler in the world, but he's does he's getting better. He does some fun stuff, and to see him and his dad fight at Mania would be a hopefully good storyline. Guys, everyone can go to uh, youtubecom overbooked and check out Drew's show with Joel Pearl. Hits and misses. I got to plug my plug my shit there. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, Brian Mahoney says, "All I can think watching this show is if you replace the, uh, the participants minus five with AEW's roster, WWE isn't even the same galaxy in talent depth. They're not because they've released." a lot of their depth so but many. they they shot like they shot themselves in the foot in this one because like like jared said no cesaro no finn balor you you make There's up no for, for, for some things there yeah you make up for 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 some depth there if you have them instead of madcap moss 
uh, Kyle Corson says, think of the pop of Veer King. <laughs> I thought it was going to, man, but he didn't. According to uh, according to Uncle Dave, that's just a, a backstage thing right now with the writers that just pops them in the writers' room every time they throw that little thing on the on the board on Raw or whatever. The thing, yeah. eh, it's just a running joke at this point. <laughs> uh, I love me some Silva says repeat after me. WWE does not know how to create new stars anymore. Such a wasted opportunity. These matches, no Balor, Cesaro, or NXT peeps. Yeah. Yep. Ever since uh, the thing with Balor against Roman with the with the top rope collapsing, they have just jobbed him out. They jobbed him out to Theory. They've just done nothing with him. Uh, Justin McLuggy says, stuck in a parking garage outside the dome. Haven't moved in 20 minutes. Thanks for the entertainment, guys. <laughs> Rumble booking was terrible, but a really fun show to be at live. Glad I went. Hey, you know what? If you were happy that you went, Justin, we are happy for you. The booking did suck. And I'm sure it was a good experience live. Like, even oh, yeah. if these shows are, like, bad, the WWE live experience is something to, that makes it seem okay. It'd be a lot better if these shows were actually good. Correct. Correct. I was going to say, like, it's almost like a sporting event. Like, even like if you're there, it's still fun. That's also not always true because I sat through uh, Jared Goff against Mason Rudolph tying in the freezing <laughs> rain this past season. So that wasn't uh, not applicable there. Uh, Zachary Lemire says, Lesnar didn't need the win. His story was already built in. This did nothing for him. What do you think of Ronda and Shayna as a tag team? We'll talk about the uh, women's rumble here in a second. Um, all right. Anything else from, from the men's rumble as far as Brock winning and seemingly going on to challenge Roman Reigns? I can uh, I can read my small notes and see if that gets a pop out of you. Um, oh, commentary was very quick to point out. Uh, Austin Theory lasting 22 minutes. Uh, they're really just trying to build him, aren't they? Uh, I wrote in, uh, Ricochet did some fun flippy shit. He did. <laughs> and then he immediately got eliminated by... Uh, who, who did eliminate him? Uh Corbin, right? Corbin, yeah, it was, it was Corbin. Corbin, yep. I just uh, assume the answer for everything is Corbin. Corbin, yep. Uh, the, the Gable spot when he ran in and tried to round up the troops, that was kind of funny. Uh, AJ is great. A TNA chant broke out. That was neat when him and Bobby Roode had the yeah. stare down. I thought that was cool. Uh, that's all my notes that I have. Guys, we're going we're gonna to take a word from our sponsors. Everyone wants the Sean Ross Sap run in. We're going to count it down to Sean Ross Sap in three, <laughs> two, one. We talk a lot about performance here at Fightful. And you know if you want that performance, you want Athletic Greens 1. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. So excited to work with Athletic Greens. You can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. And you might be asking, what is Athletic Greens? Well, one scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. I took multivitamin tablets before this. Uh, our strength and conditioning coach said, you should probably move on to something more digestible, recommended AG1. I loved it. I love how it made me feel. Love the energy that it gave me. And it got me a whole lot more vitamins than I was taking in general because it absorbs a lot better. Athletic Greens 1, it effectively replaces all those products, pills, with one healthy drink. AthleticGreens.com slash Fightful. And check them out on Twitter at Athletic Greens. Let them know you heard about them from us. 
Cadillac Carson says, so are Theory and Shane going to battle at Mania for Vince's <laughs> love and affection? I might be interested in that storyline. You say that until it happens, and then it's the worst thing on television that you've ever seen. The only thing that can make that good is if Hornswoggle and Mr. Kennedy come in and make it a favorite <laughs> You know what? If they bring in Hornswoggle and, and Mr. Kennedy for, for those pops, then... I'll be a little bit more pleased with it. This is how Triple H is going to return as well. Triple H is really got so? in the affection. Uh, I don't think Triple H returned at all. I don't, at least not like on screen role like that. But he, he's really got to win some brownie points. It, Nick Khan's going to end up winning the whole thing anyway. It doesn't matter yeah, what so anybody else does. Yep. <laughs> Which is a shame. Yeah. Guys, leave us a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, as Luis says, you can send in uh, Humper Chats at humperchats.com. And keep sending in your Super Chats. If we have not read them, I promise, I promise, I promise that we will uh, we will read them. I'll read them. Don't worry about it. Please do not complain in the chat if I have not read them. I promise they will get read. Luis does a great job <laughs> keeping it all in line. And sometimes I go out of order and sporadic, but I promise everything will get read. Uh, let's go to the opening match here. Roman Reigns against Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins came out in his shield gear because that's when he was a good wrestler. Uh, and Roman Reigns, <laughs> I, I actually like Seth Rollins. I like the work that he's, he's doing and everything. Um, and, and look, Rollins was running wild early. He He's he's loving this character. And I, I love what Seth is doing, actually, with this character and stuff. Uh, and then Roman finally slowed him down, cut him off. The finish, the Jesus finish of this Lord. was God, God awful. It was a guillotine choke. Seth looked like he had passed out. Uh, the referee raised his hand. His hand drops. He grabs the ropes. Roman does not let go on the count of five, and it's a DQ finish. Jarrett, you you go ahead, and then I got things to say about this finish. It's it's just so frustrating. Like as somebody who's genuinely trying to give WWE as much of a benefit of a doubt as I can. Because like I've you know over the past few years I've pretty you know dissociated myself with the product just because it just didn't give me a reason to dive into it. Um, the match itself, like Seth coming out, like as soon as I heard the Shield music, I was like, oh, all right, this is gonna be a good, this is gonna be a good show. All right, opening with Roman Seth. Seth comes out through the crowd, flat jacket, Shield music. Yes, I'm in. Um, and by the way, love what Seth is doing as a big Batman fan. His whole Joker persona, love it. It's great. Um, so this fit his character so, so well, the match itself was really good. They had a yes. few really good spots during it. And then it was just, it was a million dollar match with a 10 cent finish. It was horrible. Um, but it's nothing new. I mean, we're so used to, you know, the, you know, DQ finishes or non-finishes on Raw and SmackDown. And you know what? It's not ideal, but on free TV, you know, we know the game will ride along with it if it gets us to a good match at a pay-per-view, which this, I mean, this feud's been okay. And then we got a good match and then it was ended like that. So it's, it's frustrating and not much else I can really say about it. Um, but I'll let you kind of take point on that. The match was great. And, and Seth, I, I actually really do like Seth. And they, he he harkened back to some shield stuff, which was great. Roman is fantastic in this role, God mode, as he said, as Pat McAfee said. Here's my issue with the finish, besides the issue that I'm sure everybody has with the finish. I don't mind this finish if they don't do it a million times on yes. television. Yes. I understand that you don't want to build up to a big pay-per-view match and then do a DQ finish on pay-per-view. I completely understand that. I get that. It was opening match. It's not like you're closing the show. 
with this. It was opening match. Story-wise, it makes sense. It makes sense that Roman has him in this choke and Seth gets the ropes. And Roman is so pissed off because Seth has been one, one step ahead of him this entire feud. Roman is so pissed off that he doesn't care about actually winning this match. He is here to just beat the living shit out of this man. So he's going to choke him unconscious. He, he still retains the title. He's a heel, right? He still retains the title and he just chokes him unconscious. And that's how he escapes. He escapes. He doesn't beat Seth Rollins. So you can go back to the match and do it at Saudi or on television, whatever, wherever you want to do. It. I assume Saudi, they'll do the rematch, but he escapes from Seth Rollins. Seth can still claim like you had to do this. You're this big, bad Roman Reigns. Like I got your number. You could not beat me. You had to find a cowardly way out of this match. You didn't beat me. You had me unconscious. All you had to do was release the hold. Maybe you pinned me. Who knows? Instead, you just choked me unconscious and you don't release the hold and you get yourself DQ'd because you are a coward and you know you can't beat me. That is good to me. That is fantastic. That is a good story to me. The problem is because they do so many DQ finishes on television, because every single Raw main event ends in a DQ finish, this finish was trash absolute trash because they overrun it. They run it into the ground so much. I like the post-match stuff where Roman, the, you know, the, the thing where he hits him in the back of the, with the chair because it's the shield and he continues to beat the shit out of him with the chair. Uh, all this is good. The story in and of itself isn't bad. I don't mind it, but because you do it so often, it's terrible. And all it does is piss off the crowd. Then it just tells the crowd, like, don't get invested into this stuff. And the other issue is like the fans know Roman ain't booking this thing. Roman yeah. ain't getting Roman ain't getting like this big heel heat out of this that you would hope for because they know it's just a terrible booking decision. It's not Roman, oh, this big bad heel looking for his way out. It's Vince giving us this bad finish after a great match. The crowd did, they did chant, maybe it was piped in, I don't know. But they did uh, chant like Roman sucks. So he was getting some heat for all of this. But I think there was also a small bullshit chant because the crowd knows this finish was absolute bullshit. So this is my biggest issue with the finish. It's not so much this finish in this particular match because I don't think that was that bad in terms of the overall story. It is because they do this every week on television. It makes it look so much worse. Yeah, no, I can definitely agree with that. And I, unfortunately, I just don't see a way that we get saved. Like this WrestleMania gets saved in terms of where we're going, unless they do, like you said, something at Saudi where, you know, maybe they do something, let's call it bloody money in the bank. How about that? <laughs> um, and if Seth beats Roman in the rematch for some ungodly reason in Saudi, and then Roman pulls a Brock and inserts himself in the bloody money in the bank match and Saudi wins the briefcase. And then we get Brock and, uh, and Roman at, at, at WrestleMania for the WWE championship, assuming Brock would win the title. There's a lot that would have to go into this Jeremy. I'm just kind of fantasy booking in my head. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, because the match was very good. Seth was like, it was great character work from both guys. Like Seth is, like you said, has been one step ahead the entire time. Roman, like it was clear he was getting Roman's head. Uh, like even like before the match started, Roman starts walking around, kind of mumbling to himself a little bit. Uh, the the spot where Seth's like just in agony, laughing with his fist out, like that was great character work. That was great storytelling. Um, and then it went to crap at the end um, because of what they do so much. So yeah, it is a pain, man. Um, I hope somehow they. You know, they've kind of put themselves on the corner. Hopefully they can get their, their way out of it, but it doesn't look great. 
they don't have to book this stuff. And, and you mentioned it, like you're trying to fantasy book. Okay, well, how do you tie in Seth and Brock and Roman? Because this thing with Seth ain't over. Like yeah. you can't just you can't just drop this out of nowhere. So it does seem like okay, maybe you do Seth and Roman in Saudi, and then that's how they get out of that way. And then you move on to to Roman and Brock at Mania. But then where does that leave Seth for for Mania? Somebody exactly. uh, a, a super chat says, um, "Where's it? At? If I try to try to find it here, uh, let me let me pull this one up as I before I just keep stumbling around." Uh, it says Andy Slamberg, tremendous name. Says, "Do y'all wonder if this <laughs> Vince thinks this is really good? Like that this is what his audience wants to see?" Now Vince is booking for himself, pal. Vince, Vince ain't worried what the audience thinks. This is what Vince wants to see. All right. Uh, Radley Walker it says, it, he says, so is it Seth freaking Rollins versus Bob Lashley at Mania? Like Ugh. that would, you would think, but then usually the chamber is how you set up the, the Mania match. And Unless they pull this- like what they did with Edge, like taking out Kofi Kingston and just inserting himself into the uh, elimination chamber. I don't see how they kind of get there. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're going to do Roman and Seth at Saudi, Seth loses and then gets into the chamber and wins. Like, cool. We just saw that with with Brock tonight. Like, I don't like that that stuff. Like, all right, you just lost one title. So now let's just enter in a number one contender match for another title Mm -hmm. and and win that. That's that's basically the same thing they did tonight. We don't need to see that two straight pay-per-views. I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, But again, would it shock you if that happened? I mean, I know it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I just think it's very stupid, which is oh, probably yeah. why they're going to end up doing it. Um, <laughs> and, and then more Roman Reigns later in the night. We get Brock Lesnar against Bobby Lashley. Like they, I love this match with the suplexes. With it, and this is where I think Brock is great because Lashley suplexes man, and Brock gets up like he sold it. Took a tremendous bump on it. Mm-hmm. Gets up and like Lashley. Like, okay, okay, I see what's <laughs> going on here. Like just when Brock. Brock's so good, man. He is so good. I, I look, I this stuff. This is not an indictment on Brock or anything. Like like we've said, he doesn't book this. Like when he yeah. like tonight's match with him and Bobby was incredibly good and incredibly well done. And that's when Brock's at his best. Um when he's like this is a match that people have really wanted to see too. I think it delivered um in terms of what we got in the ring. Uh, there's a bunch of great bumps taken by both guys. Lashley, like seeing Lashley take those Germans, like it looked painful the way he was like kind of rolling on his shoulder i was like somersaulting through him it looked like they looked damn good so i love brock um it's just the booking for him has just been terrible this past yeah. this past evening they do the the barricade spot which they do in every single pay-per-view nowadays please not especially especially with when it comes to brock matches oh yeah yeah i don't they know with goldberg time. yeah Ronan. goldberg Goldberg, I don't know. I don't think the Goldberg match was the first time, but that is certainly years ago, and I can recall that. And it feels like they've done it in every single Brock match since Correct. then, and they they do it in other matches as well. Knock that spot off, all right? Do something different. Uh, the finish sees you could tell this ref bump was coming a mile away. Brock was in the the hurt lock, and they they run the ref into the corner. Brock gets the F five. The ref stumbles into it. Roman comes down. He spears Brock. He asked for Heyman to hand him the WWE title. Heyman does. Hey, uh, Roman hits Brock with the title. Lashley wins. Get the victory. Lashley's victory is a thing. The The bigger thing here is that Heyman has turned on Brock, and he is back with Roman. He was a, a double agent, essentially. I, I think this story is good. 
there's finally some juice to the Roman story after it was a lot of just, hey, Usos, go out there and get killed for me, which they're still going to do. But but Heyman as the centerpiece between Brock and Roman has been very good. Now you've got to do two months to where you got to get it to Mania and you've still got Seth Rollins looming over Roman Reigns as well. The Roman stuff has been the best stuff on WWE television since his return. And I guess their theory here is, hey, we'll just put Roman on both shows because I feel like he might be on both shows a little bit now. Um, We'll just put Roman on both shows and that way both shows are actually good and people will say they're good even though Roman is just really good and the stuff he's doing is really good. The rest of the show still sucks. I wonder if they pull what they did last year and try to work Seth into the main event and have a triple threat with him, Brock, Roman, and I wouldn't hate Seth winning. Like I feel like people now that he's babyface again, people still love his character. If he keeps this up, keeps going on this run that he's been on, I think people will be fully behind Seth and be totally okay if he's the one who who wins the Universal Title. And then if you if you want to have another Seth Roman match, if you don't do it at Saudi, have him pin Brock, or even if he pins Roman, like he'll get his rematch, and then you can run you know Roman and Seth at uh, the following pay per view at Backlash. And you know, have that match in your in your back pocket as a rematch. So there's a lot of things that they could do, but it wouldn't shock me at all if they find a way to get Seth into this. God only knows what they would do with Bobby at that point. Um, I don't know who would be uh, next in line on Raw, um, but that's a uh, that sounds like a Raw problem. I mean, Big E or AJ make the most sense. Yeah, for Lashley, Big E, the way he was was treated like an afterthought here, the way he's been treated like an afterthought, honestly, since. He won the title, much yeah. less after winning or after losing the title, because he just lost to to Seth on on Raw, and you know he obviously got pinned in the in the five way and everything. But even when he was champion, they were just like, yeah, he got the title and yeah, cool, but we ain't really doing anything with him because they tried to make Lashley the guy, even though Biggie was the champion. Like Biggie or AJ would be my top two picks there. I just don't think that's the the way they're gonna go. Like Randy, but we've seen Randy and Lashley. And yeah, it's like I don't. Fresh. I don't need Randy Orton world champion at this point in his career when there's plenty of other deserving guys there. I need I Randy love, Orton. I need Randy I love, Orton world champion if he's gonna do media interviews some more. As the world yeah, champion. yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. Like, don't get me wrong. Randy Orton <laughs> is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I love Randy Orton, but like when we got Balor's on the roster, when we got Biggie who could use a title, when Tony Cesaro is right there. I, I want Cesaro. You've got to give up on Cesaro, man. Like, I want Cesaro world champion more than I want mm, anything. Good and luck with that. I know. I know. It's not going to happen. Here, here's my dream main event. Some, somehow give me a fatal five way because, I mean, Bobby's going to be the champion. That's fine. Bobby's got to be in it. Give me Bobby Lashley, Cesaro, Finn Balor, Ricochet. You know, just give me a fatal four way. That's fine. Big E can be in there too. Big E can be in there too. So fatal five way with those five guys. I just want Ricochet. I just want to give nice people nice things. Uh, Big E, Kofi, and Xavier are gonna work. Madcap Corbin and Austin Theory. Oh Mania. god, That's what it's gonna be. Yeah, it's probably exactly what it's gonna be too, isn't it, Jeremy? <laughs> That's that's oh, terrible. You know, I what I would like, and look, it's it's not gonna happen, but if Big E wins the title at Saudi, if they work this program, or if he wins it somehow before Mania, if we can build this into a SummerSlam triple threat, the triple threat that everybody's been calling for, do the New Day triple threat at SummerSlam. 
do Biggie, Xavier Woods, and Kofi for the WWE title at SummerSlam. I I don't want to see those guys wrestle unless it is just going to be like, you know what, you guys are my brothers. Let's just put it on the top line. Let's see who the better man is. Yeah, it's nobody's like, got to turn like heel or anything. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a New Day breakup thing. Like it's just got to be like, you know, Kofi, you know, kind of had his title reign and poorly. Big E isn't his second reign trying to prove himself as an established champion. Woods won King of the Ring and is like, you know what? You guys have been champion. I deserve mine too. Let's just, you know, duke it out and see who's the best. I think that there's a storyline that if, like, there's already elements put in place. If they just take them and run with them, they're there. Uh, Aaron plays says, do you think maybe Finn can be built up to challenge Lashley? They can build up anybody. Like, that's the thing. They, they can build anybody they want to into these spots. They clearly just don't want to build anybody and they don't even need to build finn like we know how great finn balor is they just like it, it's very evident they just don't see him at that caliber he's probably going to find himself like continuing to be you know putting over up and coming talent and being in like the u.s title picture or something is probably where he's going to end up dude this man wanted to go to nxt uk over yeah to duke it with walter <laughs> It was like Ross. Can I stay in the UK for a little while? Like, can I just go. Can I just go wrestle? Let, let uh, me fight. Ilya, let me fight Ilya Dragunov. Jack Smith. I don't know if that's NAC UK, but that sounds like a name. Let me fight one of those bearded white guys. All right. Let me just fight one of them. Okay. That's what they got in NXT. Uh, bearded so white guys. That's that's that's, that's the whole roster, man. Just bearded white dudes. Are, we'd fit in great in NXT UK. We would. We would. Yeah. We're we'd be the new Mustache Mountain. <laughs> um. So yeah, Bobby Lashley is the new WWE champion. By the yeah, way, I, guess we I know. Talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, good good on Lashley. I think he's been doing tremendous work since he won the title last year, and I just don't know who he's facing on Raw. It, Honestly, it might not even be somebody on Raw. They, they do the Elimination Chamber at uh, at Saudi, and they'll just have a SmackDown guy. Sure. I thought Drew. I was like, oh, Drew's just going to face Lashley. I'm just going to run that back because <laughs> why not? And then I remember Drew was on SmackDown, but then I thought, like, why does it matter? They just moved Big E over to SmackDown for seemingly no reason this past week. So Just get, just get rid of the brand split. Get rid of it. Uh, Martin says Edge. That's a good call. Edge that would be a good call. Yeah, that would be a very good call. All right, I'd be down for that. I'd be okay with it. We'll talk about Edge. It's a hell of a lot better than Edge and his wife fighting Miz and his wife. Damn it. (laughs) You didn't like the it couple against the grit couple? If I hear the grit couple one more time, Jeremy, (laughs) I'm launching myself off my deck. I'm launching into the snow. Uh, Joe, Joe Max Game says, "What is the likelihood the Austin Theory push will continue?" Very good. Very, it's a very, very likely. good likelihood. Um, I feel like he's going to probably beat Priest for the U.S. title at Mania. I feel like that's that would be my call. I'm sold on this Shane and Austin Theory story. Like, <laughs> you just really like, want that? To I'm. I don't know if I want it to happen. I just think like it's going to happen. Like I, I'm very <laughs> sold on this. Honestly. I really am. Oh, man. He gets the uh, Shane O'Mac WrestleMania match kiss of death for Austin Theory. Yeah, Joel, Joel Pearl says everyone sent messages saying grit couple. Yeah, everyone sent a bunch of super chats that just say grit couple. All right. Please and don't. then I'll put them on screen. And then Jared's got to jump off his uh, his deck for, for everyone. All right. Yeah. A swanton a bomb couple. into the snow. <laughs> send grit couple super chats. Uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix against Miz and Maurice. They, they had a match. Everyone looked good in this match. I can't say like anything was technically wrong sure. with it. It's just. 
Look, man, I'm not the biggest Edge fan in the world. Really? No, nah, I've always been a Christian guy. I don't care about Edge. I just, I don't. I <laughs> you don't can care, care about, about both of them. <laughs> I understand that, but like, I just don't care about Edge. He's never just been for me. And this whole sure. thing, oh, let me sometimes be a brood guy. Let me do my dead metal. I like, I like this bad music and stuff. I'm sometimes Adam. I just don't like it, man. I don't like Edge. What do you want me to say? I get yelled at because I don't like Edge, but I don't like him. I don't That's okay. Like I get yelled at for the people I don't like too. Like I, <laughs> I, I'm very vocal about the people in wrestling I don't like. He's he's good. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with him. He just ain't for me. That's what it is. That's fine. Know, Alyssa, Alyssa, thanks, says Alyssa. Great Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the lovely people at Fightful will benefit yeah. from that two dollar super chat, though. So yeah, that's right. Um, not me. I don't see a dime of it. Um, I guess the, the money hog Sean Ross Saf and his new deal and everything. Uh, and Miz, like Miz, is what he is. I, I think Miz, from character, like work does does good stuff and sure. everything. But like as a wrestler, he's the Miz. Uh, Beth looked good. Maurice looked really good. I thought Maurice looked ended. really good. Yeah. I thought they should have ended with Maurice's Hurricane Rana. That should have been the finish. She should have pinned Edge off Hurricane Rana. That should have been the finish <laughs> in this match. Edge no, and Beth Phoenix win. They get their happy moment. Hooray. Great. It's not that this is a bad match. It's just that it could have main evented an episode of Raw, and it would have been totally fine in that spot. I didn't need it at the Royal Rumble. Um, but, yeah, uh, Let's give Maurice her flower. She did very well. She opened. I, I think she did much better than a lot of people expected. So the Hurricane Rana spot was really cool. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't need it at the Rumble. Um, I it, the fact that we got uh, Edge and Kevin Owens in a steel cage at uh, Madison Square Garden during a live event, and we didn't decide to just run that. Uh, <laughs> instead, we and look, I, the Miz is great and everything. He's one of those guys who just isn't for me as well. Um, the skull crushing finale is one of the worst finishers in the history of professional wrestling. And I'm, it's just, I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, so yeah, man, this, this didn't do anything for me. It's a better version of the stroke. That's what it is. <laughs> JJ went to bed. I was trying to bury Jeff Jarrett there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. The, this just, this match wasn't for me. All right. It just wasn't for me. And I'm I'm a person who loves love. I love that these two these two couples are in love. They get to <laughs> wrestle together. They they get to show off their love for everybody. But as far as a wrestling match goes, this wasn't for me. I, I do more wedding segments and birthday segments. Don't ruin them, Edge. That's why I don't like Edge either. He's a dick. He's ruining weddings and birthdays. <laughs> He's trying to celebrate the love of of Ms. and Maurice. They're trying to celebrate their love, and here's Edge coming out to ruin everything. But I don't like it. There was, I mean, Edge has had a pretty decent wedding segment when him and Vicky Guerrero got married. Remember that? He's had a few weddings. He's had a he's had a decent few wedding segments, hasn't he? Didn't he? Yeah. Who was their wedding planner? Was that Alicia Fox before she was like Alicia Fox was their I wedding so. planner? Yeah, yeah that was good so. stuff. Yeah. So Edge, Edge and Beth Phoenix win. Edge and Bobby Lashley could be a program. I could definitely because you know Edge is right Saudi, so it seems like they could definitely be a program. Yeah, everybody's gonna get their their Saudi money. Why not? Yeah. Uh well, we're going to skip around a little bit here. We'll go right into Becky Lynch against Dewdrop. <laughs> People have said it in the chats. I'll, I'll read them both now. Uh, J.K. Shaw says, two of the best in the game, Jeremy and Jarrett, not Brock and Ronda. But yeah, most exciting <laughs> part was the sign trying to burn everything down. And then 
shot shot kid 29 says the mania sign catching fire twice is so poetic so the the sign caught fire the first time after ronda rousey's victory and that's all anyone seemed to care about during becky lynch (laughs) that is all i cared about because i was writing an article that just popped myself with the headline of ronda rousey pointing at the sign caught it on fire um I the match seemed like it was good. I mean, Becky's good. Piper Nevin's very good. Uh, but like, I'm glad that everyone... you also refused to call her Dewdrop. By the way, that makes yeah. me happy. I'm not gonna call her that either. the The outcome was never in doubt. No. The before she fluked her way into this this match, she was losing every week to Bianca Belair. She only got this match because Becky helped her. No one took Piper serious in this match everyone knew becky was going to win the everyone was paying more attention to the sign they were in a very tough spot and they had a fine match that no one will remember and it is not their fault at all they (laughs) they tried but they were they were swimming upstream and they did the best they could up Shit's Creek without a paddle is uh, yeah. where Piper Nevin and Becky were. I mean, yeah, I, if I could retweet words, I would pretty much just echo what you said. Like every, everybody and their mother was just transfixed on the fact that the WrestleMania sign was on fire. Um, and I mean, the match wasn't terrible by any means. It was fine. Um, but yeah, it didn't really get anywhere because we knew that Becky wasn't going to lose. Uh, the WrestleMania sign was on fire. And that's all the people cared about. And the, the result was never in doubt. So uh, I'm not, it wasn't a horrible match. It's not like it wasn't for me, but it, it was, it was hard to get invested in when we knew that Becky wasn't going to lose. Finish was good. I like the manhandle slam off the second rope. It showed, it, like, I think Becky tried her best to get Piper over to a level that she wanted to get her over let me let me also say this. Becky Lynch's face acting after the near falls horrible. Becky Lynch <laughs> is a horrible face actor. Great, great wrestler. Wow. But the like Becky, good Christ. Like you can't give you me can't, anything better you than can't that. Bury, you can't bury big time Bex, all right? I She's just beloved. Did. She's no. beloved. Not by How me. Dare you. How dare you? Are you not a Becky Lynch fan? I'm not a Becky Lynch hater, but I definitely like in terms of <laughs> in terms of like the horse women, Bailey and Sasha are head and shoulders above Charlotte and Becky to me. Like I would throw Paige in before I would throw Becky in because I think that Paige doesn't get the credit she deserves. But that's another conversation for another time. All of this is fair, but you're you are coming off like a Becky Lynch hater. I am. I really am. I, I think a lot of it, and again, it's not her fault either. But she's being booked like f- female Conor McGregor. Like that—that that well, whole thing's just. This is what happens. Yeah, well, this is what happens when, you know, you're expecting to come back as a baby face because yeah. you've been gone for a year <laughs> and you've been a mom, and then they want you to be heel and you have to come up with a shtick, and yeah. she just. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thought Irish Conor McGregor, and that's what <laughs> she ended up doing. 
I don't look, put that on her. Yeah, and look again. I'm not. I'm not trying to sound like a Becky Lynch hater. Like she's fantastic. Um, I'm not trying to be. Uh, I can. Uh, you can call me a Charlotte Flair hater. That's absolutely fair. Um, but yeah, I, I don't hate Becky Lynch. It's just I'm very much over her. If that makes sense. Wow. Well, get ready for a lot of Becky Lynch. We're going to talk about the, uh, and I think I'm hoping get ready for a lot of the good Becky Lynch. I don't yeah. know that that's what it's going to be, but uh, it might still be this big time Bex thing. I think she's done good work as, as this character that she clearly probably did not want to actually do. The problem is they've made her challengers look very stupid in the process, or they've given her challengers that no one took serious beforehand. And she's doing the best she could with them. Sure. Much like, after she won the title at Mania 35, hey, you just beat Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. Here's Lacey Evans. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, and, and look, you can't really hold that against her either because WWE is releasing all of their women. I think they they have like what like eight women on their SmackDown women's roster. That's that's abysmal, Jeremy. So yeah, I mean their their roster is just really thin at this point. Like I mean, we're seeing more come up. Like, I'm excited to see Aaliyah, or is that, is that what her name was? Aaliyah. <laughs> I don't even know how these people on the roster anymore, Jeremy. Um, so, like, we're seeing like people, you know, get pushed. We'll see what they do with Shotzi. Hopefully, they give her a little bit of love. Um, but yeah, man, like, they just, they're running out of people that they can really put her in feuds with. They are dying. I was really hoping Bailey would come back tonight. Uh, they are really missing Bailey very badly right now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, in terms of the women's division, like, they just don't really have much to give her. Guys, we're going to go to another ad break in three, two, one. I've started to travel a lot more for work, which is why I'm not on this show right now. And there are little things that I'm discovering when I'm on the road, like I can't watch SmackDown unless I'm live at the hotel because YouTube TV tells me I'm out of my region. Fortunately, NordVPN.com slash Fightful can help. And it helps me watch a lot of shows that I would normally miss because they're region blocked in my area. It helps me get better prices on a lot of pay-per-view stuff. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can also use that code Fightful and you're going to get 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. And it's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. There is nothing to lose here with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It's the equivalent of buying a cup of coffee every month, a small price to pay for premium cybersecurity and access to a vast amount of entertaining content. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It has made my life a whole lot easier, especially on the road. Check us out. Use that code Fightful at NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Guys, get your... Get your super chats in, get your humper chats in, leave a thumbs up on the post, subscribe to the channel. We are about to talk about the women's Royal Rumble. Can I ask what the difference between a super chat and a humper chat is? Uh, we get more money off of humper chats because YouTube, <laughs> there's really no difference, honestly. Uh, it's, it's the same thing. You, you send in, uh, you, you help us out, you support us, and you get your question, comment, statement right on the air. YouTube, Kate keeps a certain percentage that uh stream labs which is our, our humper chats doesn't keep so wow. humper chats actually uh help us out more when it comes to getting me paid right mm, that's, gotcha. that's what it does yeah. so, jeremy lambert's got he's got he's got to eat so please, i gotta eat chats. i got four kids all right like i gotta put food on the table and everything 
these kids go through some cereal, man. I got to buy a lot of cereal. I've got five kids and I don't even work for Fightful, but you know, that could really, you know, if I ever need money, Jeremy could be a guy that I go to. If you just give us a ton of Humper chats. Uh, the women's Royal rumble, the worst kept secret in, in professional wrestling. I believe Ronda Rousey returned. She won. Hooray. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I think we all knew Rousey was, was going to return here. Yeah. It was again, worst kept secret in wrestling by, by the time we got to this thing, I wasn't sure if he was going to, I wasn't sure if she was going to be in the rumble and, and if she was in it, I figured she was winning it. Cause I don't feel like you're bringing Rhonda back to no. have her tossed out. I wasn't sure if she was going to be in it to win it. Or if she was going to come out and confront the winner, that winner being one Charlotte Flair. Because oh, God almighty. I was thinking they might set up Charlotte and Rhonda at the Rumble. I'm still not 100% sure that they aren't setting up Charlotte and Rhonda at the Rumble. Because the finish was Charlotte and Rhonda as the final two. And Rhonda just tossed her like it was nothing. And the assumption might be, hey, let's do Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey because that's the match everybody wants. But with Becky being this persona and Ronda probably going to get booed pretty quickly into her run, uh, I feel like this would be the opportunity to Ronda calls out Becky. She doesn't want this big time Bex thing. We get the return of the man and we get that program that we deserved a few years ago. I don't know what that where that leaves Charlotte. I don't know where that leaves Bianca Belair. I feel that would be terrible for Bianca Belair because I the SummerSlam looms and it seems like they had no real follow-up to that. But Ronda Rousey wins the rumble and she will face either Charlotte or Becky. Somebody in the chat here, let me find it. Uh Riley Walker says, Thought came to my head. Is this their chance to do Ronda Charlotte Becky rematch at Mania? That is certainly a thought as well of Ronda is like, you know what? I, I want both of these titles. Let's run it back at WrestleMania because my shoulders weren't actually down. You play that whole storyline. Like <laughs> I got unfinished with business with both of you. I don't want just one. I'm hardcore. I'll take the both of you. Yeah. And it also leaves us in a spot where, all right, what are they going to do with Sasha? What are they going to do with Bailey when she gets back? Cause you can't just, you can't, you cannot job out Bailey to the Bellas and back-to-back WrestleManias. I will not stand for it. Uh, she carried this company, this division, through a pandemic. You bastards. Give her nice things. Um, so that leaves them in a little bit of a gray spot. Like If they want to do Ronda and Becky and bring back the man like you just said, that's fine. Then give us something with Bianca. Like Either put her back over on SmackDown because, one, you're kind of showing already that this whole brand split thing doesn't necessarily matter all that much, especially with the main eventers. If they want to do like a fatal four-way with Charlotte, Sasha, Bianca, Becky, or uh, Sasha, Bailey, uh, Bianca, and uh, Charlotte at Mania, I'm fine with that. That would be cool. Um, but I would very much want like all six of these like very the, their biggest stars in the women's division to have big profile matches. Uh, Cause we know that, you know, it seems that Becky Ronda is the route that they're going. Cause yeah, I mean, that is the match that everybody wanted and rightfully so. And then Charlotte got kind of thrown into it, which whatever, but um, yeah, I think that all of them need to have some sort of big, big spot at, at mania. Or if we just want to do like another part of the whole Sasha Bailey series, like they did it, you know, all those takeovers, then that's, you know, yes, that's fine with me too. Uh, I just want, 
I want good. I want good things to come out of this for everybody. Uh, Steven says it's Becky and uh, I think it's Flair and Lita, Becky and Rousey at Mania. Flair and Lita is a good shout. I think Charlotte may have said may have said it that like she's collected all these titles and everything. Now she just kind of wants like kind of legend accolades at this point. She had the match with Trish, a match with Lita makes sense. Uh, a match with Mickey James, if you know they could do that. Mm. would make sense for for charlotte uh and Corey says alexa needs to go after charlotte that is another person who just kind of looms over this division right now is alexa's going to be back at some point there's still no, she wasn't in the rumble either yeah i didn't think she was going to be uh once they announced her returning on raw i figured oh, okay i don't think she's actually going to be in the rumble uh i thought maybe she could have been a rumble surprise but once they already had her as part of the uh uh, the the series that they're doing on Raw, where she she's in AEW therapy, uh, I didn't think she was going to be in the Rumble. Um, but Alexa does loom over this because she went away because of Charlotte ripped up the doll. She's of course still talking about Lily and everything. How does she play into it with Charlotte, Sasha, Bianca, Bailey? Where do you go with with those three people? Love Liv. Where do you go with her? She was just dumped like it was nothing in this yeah. match um that, that was the bellas right yeah they dumped sarah yes. logan and Liv morgan the bellas if they're gonna have a mania match i imagine they'll be in the the women's tag team title match d- d- bianca and Liv could just easily be in that women's tag team title match that they throw together and no that people are be... not going to like hear me uh are not going to like me saying that what do you want me to say? They, they could very easily just be like, we don't really have any plans for either of them. Let's just team them up as two losers who lost the Becky. And now they're here. It's just in this match. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, how, you know, Rhea won the title at mania. Uh, and then she was thrown with Nikki ASH in a tag team. Not long after. So like, it would not surprise me if, I mean, look, they've got, you know, a, a very minute number of things that they can do. So it's not always going to, you know, come out the way that we want. So yeah, it would not surprise me if that was what they did either. Uh, I hope not. I mean, it's just kind of, if you're put in that match, I mean, it's basically just, you know, kind of the crapshoot of the women's division as unfortunate as it is like the, the women's tag titles mean absolutely nothing. So it's, it, it's a shame, but I forgot it, who the champions were. I, who I are I, the I champions. It's Zelina and, and Carmella. Yeah, and that's right. Like both of them got tossed. I think just by like Charlotte. Somebody like one person just like tossed both of them. Maybe it was Rhea, which which at least Rhea tossing both of them is good. Uh, uh, yeah. But I think one person just like tossed both of them. Yeah, I mean, by the way, I mean Rhea had a solid rumble. I mean, if we get badass Rhea Ripley out of this, that's fine. Like, just the whole thing with Nikki Ash is not good. I don't like it. Um, by the way, the way that they just did Molly Holly so dirty in the rumble, I wasn't a fan of that either. Yeah, that that wasn't good. But if we get a Nikki and Molly like program and match out of that, I'm completely great. fine with it. Very good with that. That's fine. That that if, would be if it, if it leads to absolutely nothing, and that's just what they decided to do. Then <laughs> yeah, that sucks. But if we actually get a match between those two and like some segments and stuff between those two, I'm 100 percent okay with the, their use very, of Molly Holly very uh, cool. in the Rumble if it sets up that. Yeah, I don't know if you saw, but a uh, Ruby Soho tweeted out a uh, six and twenty-five, referring to yeah. uh, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, which was very sweet. Uh, yeah, seeing Sarah Logan was cool. I liked that. That was that was uh, unexpected and a nice little. They had a brief. Her and Liv had a little brief reunion in the Rumble. 
Yeah, and then the Bellas. And then the both they call King them Bellas. God damn it. Can I? Oh, can I say uh, that? That's another one. The Bellas. I mean, I think that's kind of consensual. Like, I don't like the Bellas. Wait, I think that's consensual. No, the though. Bellas are great. How does anybody hate the Bellas? Very easy to hate the Bellas. Kidding me? I do not they, like the Bellas. They they were chanting for for Brie Bella. She invented the yes chant. That's her thing. That I was that. something, wasn't it? I thought you know. It, a little part of my head thought, oh, my God, Brian Danielson's going to be in the men's rumble. We're getting it. <laughs> like, I got You're an so idiot ex- if you thought that. I don't know what part of your head thought that, but you need to have it removed so you don't have those thoughts ever again. <laughs> Just like, I think it was like the very hopeful part of my brain was like, oh, man, she's giving us a hint. He's going to come out number 30 in his white T-shirt and just kick people on the fucking head. It's going to be awesome. But obviously that didn't happen. But yeah, I don't like the Bellas. Kelly Kelly looks very different. Um, I wasn't the only one who thought that, right? I, I mean, I don't know. She looked the same to me. She was in one of the Rumbles. She was in one of the Rumbles a few years ago. She looked like Kelly Kelly. She's older. That's that's all. I it guess is. so. Yeah. I mean, I guess I haven't she seen just, Kelly Kelly. She was like twenty like twelve. Yeah. yeah. She's like twenty something when she was there. Now she she's older and she's. Andy Datsun loves Kelly Kelly. Who's in love with Kelly Kelly? Andy Datsun from Russell Talk. He loves Kelly oh. Kelly. I made sure I tweeted at him earlier saying, "Hey, look, there's Kelly <laughs> Kelly." There. Um, I guess you can legend. tell that was sarcasm. He hates Kelly Kelly. Okay. The yes. legend Summer Ray was there, uh, slapping Natalia. Natalia got eliminated twice. By the way, I don't know what what that was all about. I think it was because she wanted to do the the rumble or the the record holder thing. It's like let me be eliminated once, but then get back in, get eliminated again, again. Ha ha! I've now been eliminated. I feel like that's happened before. Um, Cameron was back. She got tossed by Sonya Deville. I thought <laughs> so that poorly done. I thought that um, you know we would get a Funkadactyl's reunion, yeah. and instead Cameron just got tossed before Naomi came out. Naomi like briefly checks on her, and then it's like, okay, I gotta go fight. So yeah, yeah. Like everybody, as soon as everybody saw Cameron, like all right, Funkadactyl's, let's do this. And then Sonya Deville was like, oh, everybody likes Cameron. Well, well she can fuck right off. Get her out of here. <laughs> Nobody wants. I don't care. I don't care what you people want. And then, and then yeah, Naomi was like, "You good? All right, I'm gonna just gonna go in here." Like it meant nothing. It was dumb. I would have liked to have seen a Funkadactyl reunion. Would have been cool. Uh, yeah, the whole thing with Sonya, by the way. Like, can we stop having people who have been eliminated from the Rumble yes, eliminating thank you. people? It's so thank dumb. You. The rules change on this. I feel like it's been the rule of like, hey, just if you're not in it, you can eliminate somebody and it's fine. But I feel like there used to be a time where this is like Vader got eliminated, like 96, 97, because he tossed Shawn Michaels out. He got eliminated and he came back in and he started tossing everybody. It's Vader and Yoko. And he started tossing everybody <laughs> and the refs are like, no, you've already been eliminated. Like, <laughs> Go away. Yeah, you can't just eliminate people after you've already been eliminated. And then at some point it changed to where it's like, oh, it doesn't matter if you're not in the match or if you've already been eliminated, you can just pull somebody out. Uh, the girlfriend's telling me it was 1996 and I'm pretty sure it was Vader. He just cleared house on everybody. Mm-hmm. And the refs are like, no, you can't do that. But again, it changed to where, yeah, you can just even if you're not in the match or you've already been eliminated, you can just toss people and it's fine. And it's very stupid because if I was doing this, I just bring a bunch of people to ringside with me and have them come in there and just start tossing people. <laughs> Who cares? It counts. It, it all counts. Like this is what I would do if I, these people are dumb for not having more backup and everything. They're very stupid for not having this backup. Yeah, no, I could, I, I could definitely agree with that. Uh, but this whole Sonya Deville Naomi storyline has been stuck in this one phase since like before Thanksgiving. I feel 
I don't even know how long this feud, this quote unquote feud has been going on, but it hasn't gone anywhere. Um, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing it. Nobody cares about it because they aren't doing anything right with it. Um, so yeah, that was annoying. Um, what else happened? Alicia Fox showed up. That was yeah, she okay. was last year or the year before, but she she showed up uh, a couple years ago. Good for her. I mean, she was yeah, she's all right. But I mean, Mickey James and Michelle McCool had a brief thing. I liked that. That was good. Uh, you know, playing off of past things, uh, old women's Mich- championship rivalries. Michelle McCool, Michelle McCool came in and just started kicking people in the face. It was great. It popped me tremendously. I love a great. good kick to the face. Sammy Zayn kicked the shit out of Johnny Knoxville. Dude, that was, we didn't talk about Johnny Knoxville, and I'm trying not to hop around too much, but God damn it, Johnny Knoxville makes everything better. It was so good. It was, And you know because Knoxville is just a, a lunatic. He's down yeah. for anything. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and lay it in as hard as you need to lay it in. Like, it'll it'll be fine. Like, it, it's fine. So, bless Johnny Knoxville. That, that was a good use of him. And look, he didn't eliminate anybody. Sammy got nope. his revenge yep. and everything. I feel like that was a fine That's how you use a celebrity in the yeah. Royal Rumble. That was, I mean, obviously you're not going to have somebody as insane as Johnny Knoxville who would just let you go full New Japan strong style on his pink face, but <laughs> Still, it was it was good. Um, yeah, and, and Michelle McCool, Michelle McCool coming in, just kicking people in the face. Right? Charlotte kicks people in the face. Really, she well. does do that. Love it. Um, Mickey James, Hardcore Country Women's Title, the Knockouts Title. She got she got both of those. She got a tremendous pop. Good for her. Like she she talked about it, and because she talked about it so much, I figured, okay, well, they're gonna let her do it. Like they're yeah. not gonna do the whatever the Mickey James music is, and she's coming in skipping and doing. I'm so doing all glad that they gimmick. didn't make her do that. Yeah, and but at the same time, you're like, yeah, but by the time you get to the show, like, and you can say you want to do all these things, and you want to be hardcore country, and you want to have the knockouts title around your waist, but you get to that show, and they're just like, yeah, no, this is what you're gonna do. I'm glad she got to do what she wanted to do, and what was the right thing to do, uh, for for her spot there and i hope i don't know if she'll come back in in any type of capacity but she got her moment she got her pop and it was good maybe she can get another match at at mania or do something she can face michelle mccool at wrestlemania wouldn't that be cool i would like that very much just to have why not like michelle mccool still can go mickey's obviously still at the top of her game i would like that that would be fine with me um if they can sneak mickey james into wrestlemania that'd be exciting uh, anything else from that? Sasha Banks was in first and then just she got who eliminated Sasha Banks because that pissed me off. They eliminated her so early. Zelina, Zelina eliminated Sasha. Zelina? Oh my <laughs> god almighty. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think I had any like too much else from that, but Sasha getting eliminated way too early sucked. Um uh, I, I just I wrote down God I hate the Bella Twins. That is that's all I wrote. Why down. are you a Bella Twins hater? You they're not good, up. Jeremy. Nikki Sawa. Nikki Sawa is one of the best. The way she's throwing them forearm strikes. Nikki's definitely the superior of the two Bellas. Like that's I don't think that's up for debate. Like I heard Bree mode and I wanted to long dart myself. <laughs> like God Almighty, that's horrible. Um, Le- like Lita can still go. Obviously, the Molly Holly thing we already talked about. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, I think we've touched on everything from from that. But yeah, I mean, once we heard that Ronda was going to come back, if it was at, oh, sorry, uh, true, true and famous said we forgot about Molina. Yeah, Molina, Molina rolls. That it was very brief. I was hoping that they would do more with her. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, was... Jeremy, Jeremy, we didn't talk about Ivory. Ivory, right yeah, Ivory, yeah, right to censor was a tremendous pop. 
Very tremendous pop that, that she And then there. Rhea just bullied her out of the ring. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, I'm so glad that we have a chat to remind us of things. Um, oh, um, I also said, please, no more Tamina. Joel Pearl is going to be very mad at you for that. Sorry, He's Joel. Biggest Tamina stand. Uh, I think that... 60-year-old um, Ivory deserves the world. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> Sasha, like, I don't know what what the deal is with Sasha. You know, they said she was going to be out like past Rumble, so everyone was mm-hmm. kind of surprised that she was in the Rumble. I maybe want to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, she couldn't go as long as she would have liked to, but she didn't want to miss the Rumble, and that's why, even though she was number one, she was eliminated earlier that people had expected. Um, but maybe it was just a thing of let's just eliminate Sasha Banks. Did they air? I don't know if this was a Peacock ad or if this aired during the show. There was like this big video package for Sasha that aired on Peacock. Did anybody else see this? If you saw it, please let me know. It, it had the Mandalorian reference and everything. Like it was like a whole career retrospective. I don't think I saw that. It made her into like the biggest star ever. Like I think it aired before the men's rumble. Like it was, it was tremendous. It might have just been a peacock ad. Um, yeah, Joel said he saw it on his feed too. So okay, it seemed like it was it was seen by some people. Yeah, everyone, people are saying they saw. It I must have been I must have been on Twitter when they went to the <laughs> the peacock ad break. Joel Joel also said that I'm dead to him after the Etamina comments. So. I told you, I told you, sorry, be very bad. Sorry, dude. That. I. If I like no disrespect to Tamina, like she could rip me in twain if she wanted to. That's great. Uh, I don't need to see much more of her. Say so, like, oh, I'm gonna get heat for this one. Same thing with Natty. I don't. I can do without Natalia. Like, you know, she's great. She's fine. Like again, could rip me in half if they wanted to. They just don't do anything for me in the ring. Uh, people say, or Louis says, is on every feed. It was just an ad. It was, but like, I never seen this ad, and I'm like, why doesn't this air on their television? and stuff like they 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 did a great job with it and made sasha banks out to be this biggest star was this like wrestlemania level of good video package oh it was so good because you know they don't like referencing like they never reference the mandalorian and and the disney stuff it seems like on on television like they had no problem referencing that stuff they they referenced the sbs and everything like it it made sasha out to be like the biggest star in this company and yeah it just they, they don't book her as such. They don't treat her as such a lot of times. And I think that's uh, unfortunate because she probably could be the biggest star in the company if they <laughs> if they treated her that way. Um, I'm just reading the comments and Joe Max said, holy shit, I thought 60 was an exaggeration, but Ivory's actually 60. <laughs> yeah, bless her, man. Bless her. Uh, Cyclops is better than Wolverine says, please tell me Rhonda is going after Flair and not Becky. Could be what happens, honestly. Maybe could really be what happens if Uh, i had a bet i would bet becky just uh, man i don't know they really they love charlotte dude they love charlotte i know that they do which i mean i'm not saying i'd be completely shocked if she went for charlotte instead and they actually you know gave bianca her revenge at mania which everybody and their mother seems to really want um if they would run ronda and Charlotte, and then Becky and Bianca, I think that would be perfectly okay. If Rhonda is is sticking around for a while, and it seems like she is, I could see them doing Rhonda and Charlotte, and then Becky and Bianca. You get Bianca that moment back that she deserves. Sure. You can have Rhonda beat Charlotte 
and then you can do maybe maybe Becky she didn't have to go away, but she gets a little soul searching a little bit, and then the man finally comes back, and that's when she steps. At the same time, though, Jeremy, I mean, Bianca won the title at last last year's WrestleMania. Like, I I don't see them running that whole thing. Like, not it's obviously a different program. I don't think that they would do that back to back years where they you know give Bianca a ginormous moment when they could have something else. They should though the way they treated her at SummerSlam. Give her that back to back moment. She's earned it. You she screwed her over with that match at SummerSlam, and you need to pay it off somehow. Otherwise, this let it play out nonsense that everybody keeps telling sure. me about. Just there's no payoff to it, and that doesn't earn any goodwill with your fans. I'm I'm okay with doing something with repeating something like this if it makes some type of sense and is good for the fan base, which this would be. I, I'm not okay when repeating stuff like Brock Lesnar is just done to death and it just pisses off the fan base. I'm hoping that somehow, some way, we can just get a, a horsewoman fatal four way at Mania. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, Derek Gordon says, "Why did Tamina? Why did Tamina keep stopping people from being eliminated? She's just a nice person." Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Nerd Guru says, "Please watch the post show." Ronda promo because if that's the type of heel we're getting, then please return to sender. Oh man, I can't uh, there's a few. I saw a few comments about the post show promo that she cut. Apparently, it was really bad. Oh man, uh, Jake Shaw says, "Dear God, that Ronda interview backstage." Wolf. Oh, I gotta watch this. Hold yeah, on. where can I mean? I, I believe it. It's probably on the WWE.com YouTube. I would imagine. Okay, I will. I will peep that because apparently we're gonna, we're gonna watch this. We're gonna watch this as a family. Oh, we're we gonna watch like, it right now. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna watch this right lovely, now. Is it lovely? Where is it? Where is it at? Is it not on? Oh, here it is. Okay. Ronda Rousey always wanted to win the Royal Rumble. Okay. Everyone, we're, we're going to do a watch along of this. Everyone pull it up. <laughs> Everyone let me know when you've got it pulled up. And we're going to all click play. Wait, are you putting time. it on here or do I got to pull it up on no, my no, phone? No, no, no. I can't put it on here. We'll get we'll get uh, oh. demonetized very quickly. Oh, okay. Um, here, let me pull it up. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. If we're going to watch this as a family, let me pull it up. Okay. And we're gonna everyone pull it up on your YouTube, youtube.com slash WWE. It, it is it, it is titled Ronda Rousey always went it wanted to win the Royal Rumble match. I give everyone time to pull this up. Okay, I'm just gonna type that in because I can't <laughs> I, I panic typed. Oh there you go. Joel Joel Pearls posted it in the chat. It's uh it's on there as well. All right, everybody, you ready? We're gonna, no. we're gonna... come on, Jerry. I'm trying. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Try it. You got to have the sound on a little bit, but we can't get demonetized here. Okay. Right, right, so right, right. make sure it doesn't mute. Maybe mute your mic. That's a good case. idea. Yeah. Let's do yeah. that. All right. I'll mute you there. I've, made, I've muted Jared. All right, everybody. We're going to, we're going to go down. Oh, Jared, Jared can still hear me. All right, everyone. You ready? In three, two, one, press play. Just dead air. Tremendous.
My God. Jeremy, what that a- was so bad. <laughs> like that oh, was man. that was good lucha things level of bad. That was horrid. Oh, that was so, so bad. It was uh-huh. so awkward. And the best was like, she's like, what's your statement? She's like, that was in question. That was a statement. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Ask a question, Sarah. <laughs> oh, that was cringeworthy. Yeah, that, that was, was terrible. So cringeworthy. Uh, the, the whole uh, there was quite the reaction. I'm not falling for it this time. So she's definitely going to be a heel. I yeah, mean, we, know, we know that. Yeah, she's definitely going to be a heel. So there, there you go. Her priorities have changed. I don't. Uh, she just cares about her kids now. Which well, kids I mean, there's. I mean, good. sure, that's good. I'm glad yeah. that she cares about her kid. But like that just made it seem like yeah, I just wanted to win a Royal Rumble. I could give a shit now. Like. That's not good looks. <laughs> I can't believe that they like filmed that and then thought like, all right, cool. Yeah, I thought that this. was good. Let's post this. Yeah. Like, you know, you didn't have to, right? Like you could have done something else. Like it would have been, it would have been okay. Uh, oh man. that was Somebody rough. really, somebody really like finished that up and thought, great. That's lunch. See you guys yeah. soon. That's horrible. That was awful. Oh man. I'm going to write an article that, that just, it says Ronda Rousey. That wasn't a question. That was a statement. That's giving me my headline. Oh, I'm sorry. I wish I was as good at headlines as you were. Uh, I can probably get away. I can, I can get away with a lot. But um, <laughs> Phil says she's can. not doing a second take. That's probably true. She's got to go back to her bus and love on her child. That's the best chat of the night. <laughs> it's so true. He's like, well, she's not gonna do it again. <laughs> <laughs> just put that one out there. Just don't post it. All right. Just like don't post it. Leave some mystery oh, of my leave some, goodness. leave some mystery when she shows up on Raw that oh Ronda Rousey breaks her silence on this thing. Cause oh, oh man, that was awful. That was oh. so funny. Oh <laughs> that was tremendous. Yeah, I mean it's I mean, I'm not gonna say let it play out because it's it's not great, but it that was funny. I I, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Guys, last call for for super chats, humper chats, all that fun stuff. Uh, we've got some from Aaron Plays. He says, "Who do you think challenges Shinsuke at Mania?" I don't know. Shinsuke is even gonna be the champion coming into the Mania. Has he even defended the strap yet? Since no. he's had it? no, he's like, had it for like three months. Yeah, and not one defense. No. We love you, Shinsuke. We're sorry that you don't. You, you deserve so much better. Uh, enough camera cuts sends in a hopper chat that says <laughs> enough with the camera cuts. <laughs> There's right. more. He does. He does say maybe I'm just getting old, but enough with the zooms and constant motions when they film shows. You shouldn't get dizzy watching this. It gets worse every year. Uh, imagine the NFL filming like this. I'm okay with not hiding botches. Yeah, the the camera cuts have been an issue for a very long time. That they have. I'm trying to think of like Shinsuke opponents. Um, now he faced Priest in. Oh, oh, you're saying for 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 uh, Mania. Mania. They'll just yeah. build the Sammy match. Honestly, yeah, that's what. Honestly, that's probably the best way you can go right now. Here's what you do: you build the Sammy match. I don't care how you do it; it's probably going to be really stupid. But you do it for two months, and then you do just a shot-for-shot remake of their takeover. It's in That's, Dallas again. You just, that would you just be do the whole match again. That would be Chef's Kiss, where they just punch <laughs> each other for just have them punch each other back and forth for like fifteen minutes. Have that be the entire match, and that would be fine with me. Yeah, 
just, just do that, honestly. Jmox, don't worry. I got you. I got you. It's it's in there. I promise you we get to them all. Luis does a great job keeping them all together. I kind of, yeah, you. I think you sent yours after I, I kind of wrapped up the rumble, but we're going back through everything. So I got you, Jmox. Um, uh, it says, uh, our B, back 05, uh, sends a humper chat. It says, both rumble suck balls, but at least they were clean shaven and as smooth as baby seal. Thanks to Manscaped. True, true. And Jamie OD says no NXT 2.0 involvement in either rumble tonight spoke volumes about how irrelevant that brand is nowadays. WWE needs to take off the rose tinted glasses so they can find the red flags everywhere. A disaster of a show for all long-term prospects involved. It wasn't good, man. Evo original points out that Shinsuke Nakamura has been intercontinental champion since August. That is really that far. That far, apparently. Everybody's saying that Madcap Moss is going to beat him for the title at Mania, and Not so everybody is saying. Joel Pearl is saying that. I saw somebody else say that. I think Drew said that too. Mm. Drew Nicholas said that too. That's because Drew, for some reason, likes Joel Pearl and is just <laughs> repeating what he's saying. That's all that is. They're the happy Corbin and Madcap Moss of this chat right now. Oh no! Don't that that makes a, a, they do a show together on Fightful Overbooked. I don't want to promote it as come watch the Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss on our oh. on our platform. Oh. It's not good. I'm I'm sorry for the uh, the Fightful audience. And maybe they should promote themselves as that. that that'll get maybe they on the channel. No, that's not good at all. Uh, J Mock says, "Do you do you guys think or it's Joe? Sorry, Joe Max Games. I apologize. Uh, Joe Max says." Do you think the exclusive Disney deal with WWE is going to lead to a full purchase by the House of Mouse? I think I'm Eventually. I'm becoming I'm coming around more and more on them selling and them doing Disney with Indonesia. It, it could definitely be a thing that they're selling somewhere. I don't know when, but within the next five years, I could certainly see it being a thing. Seems pretty imminent. Yeah, it really does. It's a question on like when, not if at this point. Yeah. It does. It does feel that way. Uh, Christian Knight says, "Nobody feels so dull. There's nothing to invest in." Yeah. What do you? Bad Cat Moss. Bad Cat Moss. Yeah, like it. Get invested in Roman Reigns because you know he ain't going anywhere, at least until he loses the title and then he heads off to Hollywood. And get invested in Charlotte, whichever part time. Yeah, Charlotte Flair. True. Whichever part timer they decide to bring back, that's who you can get invested in. Like, yeah, uh, I saw that uh, somebody had tweeted out, I think it was Kylie from the ADH Divas, um, saying that literally everybody from this show except Brock and Roman and Brock came out looking better. Everybody else came out looking worse. And that's fair. That's how it typically goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's how it typically goes. Welcome to welcome to a WWE pay-per-view. I'm sorry, premium live event. Yeah, premium, premium live, event. live event. Get it. Get it right. Uh, Sorry. Luis has not, not deleted this from my uh, document here, but I'll read it again because it pops me. Ashley Leggett sends, sends in a super chat that says, Great couple. <laughs> I read that once, but he didn't delete it, so I'll read it again. Thank you for that. Great couple, Jared. Yeah. Corey Graves said that at least 15 times during the match, and I don't think that's an exaggeration. Oh, by get, the way, ready for, get ready by for the, the stupendous Grit couple. Christ alive. Corey Graves has like some go away heat during commentary sometimes. Sometimes he gets unbearable. Yeah. Yeah. Saxon does too, though. Like, I don't mind Jimmy Smith, but the other two on that commentary desk just, ugh, it's not. Don't say it. You, you could say a commentator has go away heat, and it doesn't matter who you're talking about. Corey Graves is going to find offense to it. So That's fine. Corey Graves gets offended by seemingly everything, it seems, <laughs> these days. 
be got to be nice to Corey. Louis says hashtag great couple. Thank you. Um, overall thoughts on the Royal Rumble. What do you give this on a the Jared Bailey rating scale? Whatever your rating scale might be. Um, on a scale of like one to five, that's kind of boring. I, I think I do need my own scale for this thing, don't I? Yeah. All right, I'll do title belts. Um, uh, from a scale of twenty four seven to big gold, um, it was. It wasn't as bad as 24-7. It was like, that's a horrible title. It was like women's tag. Women's, women's tag. tag. That's, that's like a tag. solid two out of five. Like, quite, like, like, it's not 95 Rumble bad because, you know, the in-ring style, the in-ring performers have gotten better since then. Right. But it, like, overall, like how the show ended, everybody's pissed off about it. Like, it's it's bad. It's definitely top 10 worst rumble bad i i have a scale it is the the pat mcafee edible scale and on a <laughs> scale of one to ten i probably needed about eight and a half edibles if you wanted me to enjoy this show actually you know what that's that's very kind uh i needed way more than that to to enjoy the show i did not have much excitement coming into this show i did not have much excitement watching this show and I don't have any excitement coming out of this show. So I need about 10 edibles, maybe 11 to I wish, enjoy the show. I wish I could relate to how good those seem to make people feel. Cause like I was never a big edible or weed guy. So anytime people talk about it, like I'm just like, ah, sorry, mate, can't, can't relate. I wish I I'm could. Off. I'm off it. I it used to be a thing for me and then one bad experience and I'm not doing it ever again. Cause I ain't taking that risk ever again i got i got too too many important things in my life nowadays to try to try to risk that again but if i did because i have had the experiences i would have needed 10 to enjoy this show i got high before class one time that was a horrible mistake joel we talked about seth and roman shut up watch the product <laughs> joel pearl joel pearl's on a bunch <laughs> of pat McAfee edibles right now so it seems hey good for him joel's earned it yeah. He's talking about Madcap Moss, so maybe not as much as Jesus. Madcap Moss. I'm trying to think. Jared did Bailey. we do we miss anything noteworthy at all? I don't think we did. Eh, this whole show wasn't noteworthy. <laughs> Jared, let the people know where they can find you. Uh, you can find my Twitter right there at Jay Bailey NFL. Um, if you like football, by all means, that is even more reason to follow me. Uh, but I talk about wrestling a lot, and anytime there's a any sort of pay-per-view or premium live event. I talk about it a lot and then I'll lose like eight followers by the end of the night because people suck. So make up those eight followers for me. Cause I talk about wrestling a lot and, uh, Oh, uh, go check out my YouTube. Cause I interviewed Tom Hannafan voice of impact wrestling. So there's a plug for me. It's just Jarrett Bailey on YouTube, uh, and a potential, potential, very, very big interview in the world of wrestling coming for me. I'm not going to spoil it, but it is, if it does come true, it is one of the best female wrestlers in the world. So keep an eye out for that too. And I'll tweet out all the details for it if and when it does, uh, does happen. So at J Bailey NFL on Twitter, I tweet out all my articles from there too. Uh, so follow me there. You'll get all my stuff. Jared's saying they interview Charlotte Flair because he said one of the best female wrestlers <laughs> in the world. And I think that the list st starts and ends right there uh somebody says we forgot about bad bunny i mean he was there he was in the final five we mentioned that it he's cool i like he hit bad a destroyer bunny. that was he cool. did hit a destroyer on riddle that was cool and then there you go we'll see if he sticks around or not he took bless this man took the safest over the top rope bump ever like yeah. 
I don't blame him either. You look, man, he's he just did a sold out show in Puerto Rico with like sixty thousand people or something. Uh, How famous so like, is this guy, by the way? I've never heard a Bad Bunny song in my life. I hadn't until the the Booker T song, and that song fucking slaps. Uh, I can't There's say a that Booker I, T song. Yeah, that's what he that's what he performed last year at at WrestleMania. I didn't watch him perform. Or not at WrestleMania, at, at Royal Rumble. That's what led to the WrestleMania match. I didn't know he did that. Oh, man. I'll look it song. up. I'll look it up. That's I'll look really it up. As, uh, you should, should have asked your barber who he was. I should have. I should have. Maybe he Maybe he knows. But yes. uh, as long as you start listening to uh, some metal, if I can get some metal in your life. I'm not doing No, the girlfriend tries it. I, I got in her van the other day. And it, it was just screaming at me. I don't know who was screaming at me through the speakers. Somebody was screaming at me when I started this fan. And I was like, what is happening here? Where's the soft tones of Taylor Swift? I don't need this person screaming at Carrie me. Carrie Underwood's a big Screamer fan. Found that out yesterday. Really? She likes the band uh, I Prevail. That's her favorite band. And they're a very good band. I highly recommend. Very good. Very good metal band. Jared, you said it's snowing there. Like... You get in the car, it's cold out and everything. The last thing you want to do is hear someone screaming at you. No, that's the that's the first thing I want because it's snowing. I don't like the cold and screaming helps me get out my frustrations and everybody seems to hate life as much as I do at that very moment. So it's a nice way to get it all out. Do you like horror that. movies? Not really. I'm not like a oh. super big fan of it. All right, I was going to recommend a band to you, but um, well, anybody watching, if you like horror movies and like metal music listen to ice nine kills they were just on talk is jericho see that relates to wrestling lead singer was just on talk is jericho today oh really see i saw that it was a non-wrestler on talk is jericho so i did not listen to it spencer charnas lead singer of ice nine kills okay doing a tour with uh blackville brides and motionless and white which are coming to pittsburgh april 7th and i will be there two days before jeremy lambert amity affliction is going to be in pittsburgh a very good metal aussie band which i am also seeing so it's going to be a hell of a weekend for me and metal fans in the uh, tri-state area these are just words that you were saying i don't really like understand any of them but that's cool i'm i was i'm I'm gonna send you a picture you might have seen it uh, because I was half tempted to uh, have one of my friends come over and help me with the getup, but I was absolutely going to dress like Chris motionless for this. Uh, but that would have taken a good amount of time and I wouldn't have had time to do it. I would have had to do it like during the day and like gone about my day and watched the rumble dressed up as this man. Um, but I think I could pull it off because he's just, he looks like Rhea Ripley, honestly, if you wanted to. Have you uh, heard of the band Lemon Zawa? Have I heard of what? Lemon Zwa. That's a band. You should check them out. Lemon Zwa? Yeah. I don't believe I have. Was that a, a recommendation from your lady friend or somebody in the chat? No, that, that's a recommendation from me. You from you? Yes. I feel like this is this is a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just sent you a picture. Here, go to your okay. Twitter. All right. You, I, you, I will you, check it out. I'll, I'll, I to check it out now? Yeah, because I okay. said it looks like Rhea Ripley, and I want to see your reaction. Oh, you could have done this. You should have done this. I should have. Should have. I I did. I had my hair when it was longer. The, the I don't remember the the band's the band's name. The guy's name. He had the long strip of hair that went like down in front of his face. Joel Pearl will know the picture that I'm talking about if he's still like there. a rat tail uh, type thing in front of. Yeah, the face? yeah. yeah. Uh, who the? F- yeah, what's the name of that person? Joel Pearl. Yeah, um, Joel's in the chat. He'll help me out. He says he doesn't like Blackville Brides. Joel, I don't really listen to much Blackville Brides. Um, there's like three songs that they have that I really like, uh, but other than that, I don't really listen to them. Danzig, there you go. Danzig, that, I had my hair like Danzig. Uh, name sounds familiar. I don't, uh, is that the name of a band or is that the name of a guy in a band? 
I don't know. Joe Pearl, answer that question for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just said long hair. And so misfits, Jerry only. I don't know, dude. Yeah, that's no, I think it was Danzig. I'm pretty sure it was Danzig. The picture's up on my Twitter somewhere. It was a, it was a while ago. We got way off track. It. This is uh, the Royal Rome. This is what Bad Bunny talk brings out of us. Bands that we actually don't actually uh, have heard. Bands of. that I actually like. I'm just yeah, trying to get you. I'm just trying to get you on the wave, Jeremy. I'm trying to Look, hook man, you up. I'm not listening to any of this stuff. I listen to the same five songs over and over again, and that's how I'm going to stay. That's all you know, I'm not. I'm not going to try to change you. <laughs> um, I'm not going to shame you for your music taste. Um, and by the way, Joel Pearl says that it is Jerry only is from the Misfits. Glenn Danzig okay. from the band Danzig. Okay, so he just named the band after himself like a selfish prick. Neat. Uh, <laughs> Chris Daughtry did that too, I guess. Chris Daughtry's nice. I never met Chris Daughtry. He won the voice, sir. What he won American Idol? He was on he was on American Idol. I don't think did he win? I don't uh, think he won. I don't know. That's when it, that, that show used to mean something when they had winners who were good. Do you remember uh the Sanjaya Malakar year? Was that the year Carrie Underwood won? Was that the year after Carrie Underwood won? I have no idea. My parents, my parents were big. I was just about to say my parents yeah. were really big into it. That's how I remember it. Parents love American Idol. Yeah, they do. Love Parents, that I think that's how network television stays relevant. Like, how the hell is like The Amazing Race and Survivor still on? It's because our parents watch it. They don't. They don't I, get... I would watch Survivor if I had time. Big Brother. Uh, really? Big Brother starts soon. Yeah, Survivor's like right up my alley of kind of stuff that I would like. I just don't have time to actually watch that stuff. Uh, if you have a chance, if you like that, you'll uh, Love Island UK on Hulu. Oh, Big... oh, I I know all about the Love Island. Oh, yeah. We're watching it. Too Hot to Handle. I, I was just about to say two out to handle is what I'm going to start watching. Yeah. Yeah. That one. We, seems... we, we didn't, we didn't watch SmackDown last night. Instead we just watched a bunch of episodes of too hot to handle. It was, I'm sure it was way better. I need, I need to find like a consistent hinge date that I like hanging out with so I can watch love Island and two out to handle with her again. Cause like me and my roommate got super into love Island. Uh, but I feel like it's just more fun to watch if you have a significant other with you, which I don't. So I need to, I need to get on that. The EP was never a big reality show fan. And then I came into her life and just made her watch all these terrible reality shows. And now she, she just, I'm pretty sure she just watches them just to appease me, but she like gets into them and everything. Watch Joe Millionaire. Jeremy in the chat mentions the challenge. Jesus. Yeah, the I was challenge. just going to say, Matt Verderam. Matt Verderam, my guy, my mentor from Fansided, loves the challenge. He keeps trying to put me onto the challenge. Oh, uh, so and good. it's, oh, it's hilarious. Every time I tell him to watch Love Island, he shits on it for a minute and then. Shits on the fact that I like Vampire Diaries, and then he'll tell me to watch the challenge. That's how the exchange oh, the challenge goes. challenge is something. Uh, SP3 and I will do podcasts on on the challenge, and like I've seen did, clips from it. It looks funny. Like it looks very fun. Leo Rush was on it. Leo Rush was on. No kidding. Ago. Uh, Diana wants to be on it. She she's tweeted about that. She wants Diana Prazo. She's tweeted yeah. that she's wanted to be on it. There's a few wrestlers who have mentioned that they want to be on it. The Diana Miz came from the challenge world. Really? Yes. You didn't know this. I, I mean, I knew about like the tough enough stuff. I didn't know about the challenge stuff. Yeah, he was on the real world first, and then he went into the challenge, and then he came into wrestling. Interesting. Yeah, yes. no, I didn't know he was on the challenge. I knew about the real world. I didn't know about the challenge. Yeah, yeah. If, Deanna, if Deanna gets on it, then I would watch it. Yeah, Deanna, Deanna said she she's wanted to be on it uh, before. And Leo, Leo did a season. He had to leave early, unfortunately, but everyone loves the challenge. All right, everybody. After <laughs> 20 minutes talking about music and television. Uh, Jared, go ahead and plug, plug your stuff again. Uh, at J Bailey NFL on Twitter. It's where I post all my articles. Uh, you can go follow my author profile on Fansided. 
uh, Steeler Nation, anything else that I do, uh, follow my YouTube on on well on YouTube. Uh, just just subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, go watch my uh, the two interview segments I did with Tom Hannafan, Voice of Impact Wrestling. Uh, and then a very big potential interview coming with uh, one of the best female professional wrestlers in the world. It's not Charlotte Flair. I can Charlotte promise Flair. you that. It's not Charlotte Flair. But when when it does, when we do get all the details sorted out, I will tweet it out. And then you can uh, find it on my YouTube. So just go subscribe to that. Just Jarrett Bailey on YouTube. Watch my Tom Hanna fan stuff. Watch all my stuff. And then uh, follow me on Twitter at JBaileyNFL. Uh, who are your picks for tomorrow? Uh, I want it to be Bengals Rams. I think it's going to be Chiefs Rams. Okay. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff to plug here, so I'll try to run through it kind of quickly. Everyone can go to YouTube.com/slash Fightful Overbooked. That is essentially the ESPN two to Fightful's ESPN. <laughs> uh, Joe Pearl does a lot of stuff over there. Please forgive me for that. But uh, daily content. We have Joel Pearl. We have Kate. Uh, we have Drew, who you've seen in the chat. Uh, I got Drew. We have Josh Robinson, who is fantastic. Spencer Love, I believe, is going to uh, do some stuff with us pretty soon. We've got SP3. SP3 is doing stuff. Today, Demo Divas debuted with Shell, Kylie, and, and Haley. So, so that is on over there. This week, starting on Thursday, we have Dad, Day After Dynamite with Will Washington. He's going to be reviewing Dynamite every single Thursday with some, some special guests everything. So that's on there. Uh, my interviews will be up over there. I'm, I'm continuing to interview independent talent and, and other talent from around wrestling and talent who is involved in wrestling, but maybe they're not wrestlers. They're outside. They're the creators in the wrestling world. So all my interviews are up over there. I'm doing shows, different types of, of shows with my, my, my best friend, Samer, where we try to link matches from the past to the present. Uh, I do a show with SB3, Friday, Friday Morning Coffee, or Fuck Matt Cardona. Uh, every other Friday, uh, it's, it's called FMC. So you can it can stand for whatever you want it to stand for. It's just called FMC. Uh, every every other Friday, uh, Friday morning, where we talk a lot of sports and, and basketball and and uh, uh, television and things like that. Degrassi dudes with SP3 and 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 uh, Stephen Jensen is now on I that channel. I saw tweet that today, and I was like, "What? How many shows does SP3 do? And why is one of them about Degrassi?" SP3 does so many shows. Bless that man's hustle. Uh, Love SP3. He, so, so he that that show is going to be on the channel starting next week. So a lot of stuff on that channel. We have live streams. We have daily content. Uh, the wrestling Twitch videos will be up there as well. I, I'm gonna once I sit down and figure some stuff out. Jared is gonna do 10 minute dating advice segments every single week. I cannot um, wait to that. That is gonna. <laughs> we're be. gonna we're gonna we're gonna get that. We're gonna get that figured out. I don't think it's going to be like a live stream type of thing. I think it's going to be like a little, like little bit type of segment that we do. Uh, but it's going to be, it's going to be tremendous. Yeah. Um, and if, uh, and if when we do start doing that, you can just DM me all the advice you need. It'll be kind of like a, wasn't there a magazine that did something like that? Um, it's like ask, there's all, all the, like yes. ask this person yes. stuff, dear, dear Sally or something. Yeah. Sure basically that's what it's going to be. Yeah, so so we're gonna do that. Get get your love advice from eighteen year old Jared Bailey. I'm twenty three, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Um, so everyone can go to YouTube.com/slash Fightful Overbook. Check all that stuff out. You can go to Twitch.tv/slash Fightful Gaming. We're playing video games uh, a lot. I hopefully have a new series on that this coming week. We we shall see on that. Um, and then the spotlight. Everyone can this channel right here, YouTube.com/slash Fightful. The spotlight with myself. 
and Stephen Jensen, where we talk about WWE, AEW, uh, Other, which is New Japan, Impact, MLW, NWA, companies like that. And then the Indies, which is stuff that you find on Fight TV and independentwrestling.tv. So we, we try to talk about a little bit of everything. And we have interviews with either different content creators, like we had Muscle Man Malcolm on for, for our first one. And then we have AC Mack, Independent Wrestling World Champion. He's going to be on the show this week so creators whether it be whether in wrestling media or in the ring wrestling uh so everyone check out the spotlight that is Tuesday or shit, thursdays at 2 p.m eastern every every week on the fightful channel guys everyone will be back we'll be back here on the channel monday monday denise and sean will have their review i believe joel pearl says he'll be live tomorrow at noon eastern talking rubble and AEW. that'll be on overbooks so there you go go check that out everyone check out grapsody today grapsody interviewed uh awtbs champion jade cargill today so everyone go check very good interview that they have yes yeah those guys are tremendous everyone go support will phil and reg show them some love check out the interview with jade cargill guys we appreciate you guys Thank you all for your, your helper chats, your super chats, your thumbs up, your subscriptions, everything that you did. Thanks, Brock Lesnar, for joining the show. We'll talk to you guys Cheers, after lads. a while. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.